0: Valentine's Day. I really don't care about it at all. Uh, My ex husband actually asked for a divorce on Valentine's Day. So here we are. Well, hey
1: guys. Uh on that note, it's Alex and Emily again. We're coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me with a Knife for a special Valentine's Day episode. We're going to be talking about the other Valentine's Day slasher that you've probably never heard of. So here we go with 1981's X-Ray, aka Hospital Massacre, aka Be My Valentine or else, aka Ward 13. And as AKA always, aka
0: not not My Bloody Valentine, thank god.
1: aka not My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> So, as always, Emily has uh, the original VHS copy summary. So, let's see what the back of that box says.
0: All right. There is no recovery room at Hospital Massacre. Prepare yourself for a tour de force. <laughs> another tour divorce of terror <laughs> as one of Playboy's most beautiful cover girls becomes trapped in a nightmarish world of violence. It's Barbie Benton in a bizarre shocker, a grisly St. Valentine's day bloodbath that'll keep you on the edge of your seat from beginning to end. Barbie stars as Susan, a young executive who recent, whose recent promotion requires her to undergo a routine physical. When her boyfriend Jack drops her off at the hospital for the results, Susan is suddenly admitted to a blood-curdling nightmare. (laughs) Lurking in the lab is a diabolical killer who wants to play doctor with Susan for keeps. Breathing heavily behind a surgeon's mask, the faceless psychopath demonstrates his brutal bedside manner in one macabre murder after another. And in a totally terrifying climax, the killer doctor's hideous motive is revealed. Created by award-winning director Boaz Davidson who also made the last american virgin and private popsicle. This is a horror film that really delivers one hair raising shock after another. So be warned. There be warned, not warm. There is no recovery room at hospital massacre. Your thoughts.
1: <laughs> All right. So my overall thoughts. Okay, so this is the first time i would seen this is preparing for this episode. Um Same. So this movie, to me, it's like eighty percent soap opera or made-for-TV movie, five percent horror movie, and then the remaining fifteen percent is one hundred percent Star Wars. And I say this because it's a, it's abundantly clear that this killer is in desperate need of a septoplasty because he cannot breathe. He sounds like Darth fucking Vader. Well,
0: he sounds like all of all of America right now walking around with these <laughs> face masks on, and they're like that thousand pounds, and like, yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean. This-
1: this movie had more panting and grunting and screaming than any X-rated moody movie I have ever seen. <laughs> I yeah, mean, and, same. And, uh, but I thought this was one of the most ridiculous movies I've also ever seen. And um, I think it was intentional sometimes, but sometimes I don't think so. Because, I mean, like, the plot alone made me want to rip my eyeballs out. It's like, dude, like, she threw away your crummy valentine when you were, like, 10 years old. Move the hell 19 on. This 19 years
0: ago. This 19, 19.
1: year. Not e- not even 20, 19, the well, most let's random. Re-
0: I mean, let's remember also he did hang that boy, so.
1: Well, yeah, he has issues, but a 19-year grudge is not okay. Um, and it's and not, a, there goes, are so
0: many plot holes, because it's not explained if he was like, if they even caught him when he did that and right. took him to a, like, you don't know if he's been in a mental hospital, a mental hospital, this <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I mean, that would make the most sense as to why he waited so long to come after her. But, like, I mean, they don't explain that. So it's like, I'm just going to assume that because it makes sense to me. But, like, ugh, get over it, dude. Also, I mean, this woman was a bitch as a kid. She was rude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when it starts out, it's like Susan's House, 1961. I looked at my husband and I said, who the hell is Susan? So <laughs> uh, apparently she's some 10-year-old heartbreaking hussy.
0: I thought I was watching Blood uh, for a second. I was like, is this like Bloody Birthday? And they messed it up because oh, two, two of those characters are from Bloody Birthday. So I was like, yes. I was like, I haven't watched uh, that in a while. Is that Am I watching this right now? And it's just oh, like no. messed it up.
1: We were super confused because then you know when she does come out into the kitchen with that swashbuckling sword that a pirate uses to cut a cake, I'm thinking this might actually be bloody birthday knife. Yeah, who
0: and who lets a kid? I mean, I get what they were going for; they're trying to make it look scary, but like it wasn't. And what kid has what? I mean, most people don't have that kind of knife in their house. Well,
1: (laughs) yeah, she opens up the regular, normal cutlery drawer and. Diagonally placed over the whole tray is this literal one-eyed like willy sword. <laughs>
0: it, like- yeah, it's like a mini machete. It's insane. <laughs> but,
1: but but um, I just – I couldn't even deal with that. But then so from the beginning to the plot holes that we're going to probably talk about that we've already – you know glossed over one or two already despite of and including everything that we have just said i also like really enjoyed this totally outrageous experience it was bizarre and had some really amazing kills so like before we dive into more of the movie do you have any just general pre-thoughts that you want to share i
0: i I did as much as there were parts that that were like i was just like what in the hell is happening um (laughs) The that some of the kills were really good um i told you to be forewarned at, at two different parts and i'm sure we will talk about those i hope that you picked up on the two parts that i wanted you that i thought were like i laughed out loud um and i thought that it was there were scenes i don't think it worked but i thought it was like a good try with that the fumigating making things seem very surreal it didn't really work the movie but i thought it was like a good try so
1: yeah i wasn't really sure if they were trying to like go for like is this is she crazy is because like like because like you know they had all these weird little scenes like first of all like what the hell hospital is this so who are these spinster ladies why oh my god i
0: have a note that says who are these women
1: why are they yeah who are these gypsies at any at any moment i was ready for matchmaker matchmaker make me a match and like
0: Playing spoons and talking shit. Yes. It's like, so what? Then,
1: then there's a room of just like full of like people who can't breathe. Like they're all like tied to these machines and they can't breathe. Then she goes into a room that's everybody's in full body casts. And then there's this <laughs> drunk, insane guy just like peeping oh. around the whole building. Like, what yeah. is this place? That so like, I didn't with know.
0: That, Yeah, with that guy, I was like, they wanted a homeless, like, they wanted a homeless character
1: in the hospital. But
0: there wasn't a way to have a homeless character in the hospital, so they just like took the characteristics of like the typical homeless guy in a movie in the 80s and they just put him in the hospital.
1: Yeah. And they smoke
0: I, I, I know you could smoke back then in hospitals, but goddamn. I mean
1: I mean for they real. They were smoking
0: like, a lot.
1: Well, so then I didn't know if all because they all are smoking so much. And I was like, maybe it's just a smoky hospital. Like, what's going on? So I didn't I I, I thought maybe they were trying to be a little vibey with all this. And uh, yeah, that also else. the fact
0: they didn't have like hospitals are very bright. But in this hospital, all they had was like one lamp in every room it was so dark like everywhere they went
1: (laughs) well and that's what some of the ways that they walked into these rooms gave me all those like tv movie or soap opera vibes because it just didn't seem like what you'd see on a horror movie or any movie it seemed like what you'd see on like falcon's crest or fantasy island or something
0: yeah (laughs) like there was one scene where the there are three doctors i think i think they're discussing her results and like if they're all at a desk and there's just like a desk lamp and it seems like it looks like a Godfather saying like where they're talking about like who they're going to hit next. <laughs> it's like bizarre well and then right before
1: those doctors were talking there was another trio she's in the elevator and this is the ninth floor yeah those guys wearing gas masks from the yeah they seemed
0: like like the night before the director had like gone to a rock concert or something (laughs) and they found this band and were like you want to be in this movie because that the guy in the middle is just like screw i don't know if he just like was told because of plays you need to talk like you're talking to the audience in the back but like he was screaming every line and it was like this is a <laughs> 19th bar and i was like okay guys like you need to like y'all are not actors a you're members of some kind of shitty band that and they had to put gas masks on you like, I mean, like, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and also, okay, so then, so I did have, you know, where was Harold for 19 years? Um, why is the boyfriend sleeping in the car for hours? Why is the janitor wearing a bow tie?
1: He looking like he's going to start singing the Candyman can in any minute. Looking like, you know, what's that guy's, what's that guy's name? Miss Not Mr. Joe Peck. Is it Mr. Joe <laughs>
0: Peck? Yeah. No, that's the candy I think he's he's just the candy man.
1: Whatever. It looked like he was about it's to just Mr.
0: Joe Peck is the is the newspaper guy.
1: Oh, that's right. Fuck Mr. Joe Peck. Fuck Mr. Joe Peck. Sorry guys, little we, Willy Wants. We we
0: we hate Mr. <laughs> Jopek.
1: We have and, some strong feelings. We have
0: some very, very strong opinions about Grandpa Joe.
1: Oh god, we'll get it.
0: What a lazy asshole.
1: What a lazy asshole. Uh, But then before she even gets to the ninth floor and those Shakespearean actors or whoever they are screaming at her three feet (laughs) away. So you see all of a sudden like she's wearing these white shoes and like just puddles of red stuff just starts dripping all over her. Like that's got to be.
0: Because of the homeless guy with the with the hamburger,
1: <laughs> I thought it was a drippy jelly donut. I had no idea what it was. It was, was. a if hamburger. It was ketchup. Okay. Okay. That makes so much more sense. Because I was like, that that's the weirdest looking jelly I've ever seen. But the reason I also got distracted, whether it be in a donut or a friggin' hamburger, I swear to God, this was like Quentin Tarantino in an old man face.
0: Oh my God, he did look like him. I'm
1: like right, well, you could trip on that. You could trip the, on that.
0: That's unfortunate. Um, and what is with the fumigating floor? Because I feel like they like people just end up going up there way too much. And that's <laughs> where it gets into like this like the thing where I felt like they were trying to make this movie surreal because there for for no reason, people keep on going up to that floor. and it's all smoky and stuff. And it's just like, why are you even up there? a? Where are these guys in the gas mask that told her not to get up there? Uh, because they're just letting everybody in God get up there. And like half the time I didn't know if they were up there or if it like I was like, is the whole hospital this smoky? Like, I don't I don't know even know what's going on.
1: I felt like a lot of the hospital was super smoky and it wasn't just um <clears throat> it wasn't just that that floor. And then also like uh, this could have been just a bad layout of hospitals. <clears throat> Sorry. Um <laughs> But uh All the normal floors, like, they all had, like, sets of, like, three and four steps in a row. And I know, like, the ADA may not have been implementing, like... Best measures and practices, then. But like, why are there all these steps in hospitals when you know you now there's just like slow, they're like slight inclines and ramps and stuff everywhere. Yeah, because like they didn't
0: this, care about handicapped people. At this, this is time. A, this is a
1: hospital. <laughs> there are wheelchairs. Like, all there is horse- definitely
0: ar- a wheelchair in one part that I love. God,
1: you know what? We got to get to that because I forgot. I I I might have laughed, but what was that part?
0: Uh, it's when. Oh, Uh, it's when he kills that one nurse and then he's like wheeling her down. And then then just like out of nowhere, pushes, pushes her wheelchair with her dead body in it into a room and just runs away. It's really (laughs) ridiculous. He does it really fast. It's so (laughs) funny because then he starts like going crazy and like beating on the walls and stuff. And it's like, uh, calm down.
1: Yeah, I I actually wrote down here. I wrote Darth Vader needs to calm his tits.
0: (laughs) So okay, so for the those of you who haven't seen this, there, Susan is you know we already read the back of the box. Uh, she is at this hospital trying to get re- she just needs results for um, her health insurance at her job or something. So uh, and no one's giving her any answers, but they're holding her there. So she meets this intern, and I think it's, it's she calls him Harry, right?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, his name's Harry.
0: Um, so. And he like comes in and out randomly, um, but he's like trying to help her because he's the first one that like finds that her stuff is abnormal, which it really just her x-ray just looks like there are those like pop those like uh, prank snakes that like pop out of.
1: Yeah, that was the weirdest looking x-ray I've ever seen in my life. I
0: mean, yeah, I think I would think it was weird, too, but like it would obviously not be like I would know that was a con. I would know that wasn't real. Like, right. I'm not a doctor, but I would not think that that was a real thing.
1: And also, can we just get real quick? I wasn't fooled. The fact that Susan believed that this Herald, I don't know, maybe because it was too quick for us and 19 years, didn't really pass for me watching the movie. It was like 19 seconds. Nobody's surprised that that's the killer. Ain't nobody surprised.
0: No, um, actually, well, the person I was watching it with didn't know. I was like, I, I mean, bet it's I was like, I bet it's gonna be this guy. But like, go, he
1: goes, My name's Harry. And I looked at my husband and I said, Harry, Harold, there's the killer.
0: But <laughs> then again, you know, like we don't know it would have been really nice to have some kind of information of where has this guy fucking been for 19 years. Because if he got taken away because they like, we don't even know that he got caught for that for killing that kid. You know, he was just in the window, so he could have run away. I mean, so, she definitely
1: looked and saw him though, so she knew it was him.
0: Right, but he doesn't look the same, and yeah, and and he's been gone. She hasn't seen. Well, she had clearly hadn't seen him for nineteen years. I don't know where he's been, but plot hole. Whatever. Um, and and then, and then like, why is her boyfriend? He's like, oh, she's like, it's just gonna be a second. So he goes to sleep in his car, and he he sleeps there for like a full. Like it's a full sleep time like eight it's hours like two
1: hours yeah at least i
0: thought it was like eight i was like it's been a long fucking time dude like
1: i mean i, re- I remember taking notes whenever he gets his gets killed i remember writing his death is really cool i was like maybe if he didn't wait around for hours in the car or during her appointment and was like there maybe this could have all been avoided
0: um yeah let's talk about the kills real quick i know we usually do it at the end but i think doing them now would be fine because okay. yeah um like Okay, the janitor's death is super cool. I really like I you know the he gets acid to the face. That's really cool. After he finds that dead body in the closet, in, in the closet.
1: In the but but when the janitor in the it, bag, uh, it, is it a garment bag. It
0: isn't a garment bag in a closet, I think. Garment
1: bag. When the janitor does find um when he walks into that room with um, his
0: bow tie and not in a janitor's outfit, just FY <laughs>
1: Um He's before he gets his head dunked under the and all that acid that's just, you know, casually sitting in the sink. He's like (laughs) the way he's screaming. It just. um, I don't know. I just can't even you can't put in. I can't describe how that sounds. Uh, Someone's just got to watch it because it's the most hilarious screaming I've ever heard in my life. (laughs)
0: and, and And the aftermath of it is it looks cool. So. I like that. And I also really liked Jack's death. That's the boyfriend of Susan. Um, I like the lead up to it. Um, you know, when he walks in and that guy is like, there's a, the killer has dressed, like put a dead body in the wheelchair, but put it behind some kind of like, ge- looks like a geisha house, like. Whatever you know, just like like
1: like like a like a room divider separator.
0: Yeah, it looks like, but it looks sexy. It doesn't look like a hospital one, but um. So and then he's like talking like he's that the dead person and that was I thought that was creepy. That was creepy then, when he
1: goes, "Can you touch her in her secret places?"
0: Yeah, yeah, it got really creepy right there. I was like, I was very impressed with that scene. That and was then, a really good scene. And then it's a hacksaw, like it's a surgical hacksaw, isn't it? To the head?
1: Yeah, hacksaw, bone saw, right to the to the neck. Yeah, because he ends up getting his um. Dang head cut off, and yeah, thrown in a box. He put his head in a box. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and I also love, um, the killer who was Harry, the intern, aka Harold from 19 years ago. Uh, god, it, I mean, it's a long, long fucking chase scene again. It's a and long got, chase, and forever. damn, it, it lasts for a long time, like not maybe. Maybe longer than he knows you're alone.
1: And then, oh, <coughs> and she can't one. get
0: that damn lighter, I mean, find, i don't know what. Her oh my god! With, is.
1: With, with her foot, and then like they're playing footsie. They're so close, and like there's no way he doesn't see her. There is no it, way he didn't see her. No,
0: yeah, there's no way. But then when she sets when he she finally sets him on fire, and he falls. <laughs> that was the other part that I sent you. When he falls, <laughs> like, and then it sh- like it shows like him falling, and then it goes like a cutaway so you can see. Like him falling faster down, like right before he hits the ground. It's so hilarious. I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but he was just so fast and like did not look real
1: no it was it was
0: it was just it was, like a fireball of clothes
1: <laughs> and he goes thud
0: <laughs> and it's just like well that was over and then like after that at the end right after that she just walks out of the hospital just, and meets her meets her kid who cares walks what? out of the
1: building fully clothed and just casually walks out
0: That um, her kid and hugs her kid and that is literally the end of the movie and you're like Okay, so like none after, of that bothered yeah. you? Like,
1: after she stabbed somebody, beat him with a pipe, lit him on fire, and watched him leap off of the building.
0: And she's like, fine.
1: Oh my God. But during that chase scene, though, too, you know, there's that one scene they end up in this room of a gazillion bottles and jars. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you watch Harry Potter, the movies, or not, but there's I don't no. know. If, I think it's Order of the Phoenix, but I think I it's watch,
0: I don't watch, I don't watch her read any well, of
1: that. Our listeners might. Um, uh, there's okay. This, but there's this scene. Um, I think it's the Dep- order of Phoenix and I think it's department of ministries or magic, whatever ministry of magic. And there's like this room of like a billion gazillion jars and like prophecies and stuff. And I swore that she was in that. So we'll have to see if anybody also agrees with me.
0: <laughs> well, maybe they will. I have no, I have no idea. But what you other know,
1: kills? You got?
0: Well, that's that. Those are the kills that I really liked. I mean, there were other good, like the other one. The, none of the kills were bad. I mean, I even I I liked the beginning kill. I was shocked with the beginning kill. With I was shocked seeing a little
1: boy hung up and impaled on his chin on a coat rack. That was pretty gruesome.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool. And I mean, the other kills are good. Uh, Yeah.
1: So. So yeah, after David, we get Dr. Jacobs, and so she just gets stabbed. And like, there's really not that much gore in the movie, but there's a lot of blood squirting. But there's not really anything else.
0: Oh yeah, so um, I have the list. Yeah, I have the list. So it's like David is the boy, and then Dr. Jacobs he gets stabbed. Then the janitor. But but
1: whenever boy- Dr. Jacobs is getting killed, he's grunting and pounding his chest. And I wanted to be like, you are not slaying Godzilla. Like, calm down, King <laughs> Kong, breathe and take it easy.
0: Yeah, he remind some in some parts he really reminded me of the Maniac in Last Lumber Party. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. So then you have the janitor, which we've talked about. Then you have a pair of lab workers, Susie, who's stabbed, and Nancy, who's strangled with a, a, stethoscope. a stethoscope. But it so doesn't have like it doesn't have like one of the parts to it.
1: Oh, right. But Susie, though, when she was in the lab, Susie, aka Mavis Beacon on that damn typewriter, did you see her? She was going crazy on that thing, in that report. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> that was totally getting me, but then when she gets stabbed, then, like, you know, she gets quickly and forcefully shoved into a closet right after it.
0: In a closet.
1: <laughs> in a closet.
0: Um, And then you have Jack, who's Susan's boyfriend, which we've talked about at length, mm-hmm. but that, uh, just FYI, that is uh, that that guy is... One of the actors from the movie, The Hitcher. So I thought that was interesting. And then you see. Then he, was also he was
1: also in Torch Trap. He was also in Torch Trap. Oh, Trapp.
0: yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, then you have Dr. Saxon. And this one's actually finally Susan sees one of these things happen. And it's a hatchet. He gets axed in the head.
1: In the archives room.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Nurse Dora Anders. I think she's the one that looked like she was on heroin. Um and she gets a syringe in the neck.
1: So okay, I liked okay, I I, I I liked that scene, but I liked what happened before it better when you're looking down the end of the hall and he just has this sheet and he's walking down the hall and he's prancing down like a sheet <laughs> cape, like he's like he's <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> to frickin' win RuPaul's drag race. Like <laughs> no. sashay away, bitch, because we don't want you. <laughs> but it was kind of creepy. Yeah. It gave me Exorcist three vibes um, and that one scene where oh, in God. Exorcist three, you know, where it comes right out. I know out
0: what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: It gave me those vibes, and I don't know if that came out before or after this. I would assume, actually, I don't know when to assume. So.
0: He came it, out. You know. It came out after because oh, the okay. Heretic didn't come out till like the late 70s, early 80s. I think the Exorcist three didn't. I think it came out in like the early 90s.
1: I was about to say, I think it actually might have been a 90s movie. I think it was 90, to be honest. Like, so yeah, yeah, something
0: like that. So okay. Then you have Dr. Beam he gets an mm-hmm. arrow through the neck
1: I me mean, who the, why is there an arrow in the hospital? I have How? no idea. no Plot idea. Holes. at least Plot
0: like at least with that one guy he was uh with the boyfriend, he gets decapitated with an electric orthopedic saw. Like why is there a damn arrow? I
1: don't know, made no sense.
0: And then our last kill is um obviously Harold, who's burned alive and falls off the roof of the hospital. love it. Which was so fun. I it made me laugh so hard. Yes, Exorcist three was nineteen ninety. By the way. Oh, okay. Um. So I also let's see. I'm trying to find my other. Like I I made I made some notes.
1: Uh, um. Well, we we have got to talk about. Why did she put on a full-on Playboy shoot to get her damn blood pressure taken? Like, what's going on here?
0: Because they wanted to show that, her weird, puffy areolas. That was the the, weird—she had the weirdest (laughs) boobs I've ever seen. And, I mean, and I've (gasps) seen Maria's from Slumber Party Massacre 3. And apparently, because I was looking this up, I was like, what the fuck is up with her areolas? Because they're, like, huge, and they have these, like, puffy things on them. And apparently they're called Montgomery glands.
1: Well, I I have not seen a lot of of breasts, so I'll take your word that those that that's, that they looked odd.
0: <laughs> well, the only difference in her and Maria it was that Marias are like way dark, like way like brighter red. That she <laughs> hers were just as big.
1: But it was so weird. She was sitting there, like she got changed behind that sexy geisha thing. And then she comes out and the second she comes out, she takes her her gown off. I'm like, well, why would you even why was any of that a thing? Like if you're just going to sit there naked and have your breathe with the mic uh, stethoscope and get your blood pressure taken. Like it just made no sense to me. I will I was, say like,
0: she looks cute in her little like hospital gown Then the rest of the movie. I think, she, you know, she wears it well. But,
1: <laughs> OK, I mean, Shanta, I, Shantae, Shantae, she stays.
0: <laughs> I, I also just don't think. That they knew what kind of like movie they were trying to make with all these surreal scenes, because a lot of those scenes with like the women with those old women, it almost seemed like dreamy, like it wasn't really happening.
1: We and at the very end. They start running into the room. I'm like, what are these women?
0: Yeah. I have so many times where I wrote down what is up with these women? What, and then what are th- they?
1: And then I know that like,
0: th- one of them was, was definitely a, it was a man in drag too. Like I'm ninety percent sure. One of one them of was
1: definitely old- the the gypsy from um, Drag Me to Hell.
0: But no, one of them just- was one of them was a guy in drag, which I'm like uh, ha- I have no issue with. But like, what would what if? That really serves no purpose, especially for like 1983. Like just having a random off character that's supposed to be an old woman as a man in drag. I was just like, I mean, just would get an old woman. I don't. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then like I, it was usually around them, but it, it, um, it happened more towards the end. There'd just be like random chanting, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, um, I, I don't know. If, uh, I play a game called Skyrim and it came out years years years, and years ago and whenever you get close to this special power you can like you, you get a shout power it starts sh- chanting and it starts getting exponentially louder the closer you get to this carved marking rune or whatever and i was like what is happening am i playing skyrim because it was very um climactic it was it was like like crescendo chanting or something you know
0: yeah, oh. except for that—that the movie was so poorly paced, it didn't matter. It was like, I, I like okay. So I know that this was his for This was Boaz Davidson's first English-speaking movie. He was actually like a very prolific director in Israel, uh, but this was his first English-language movie that he directed, and he came on the day before they started filming so i don't know if he i i just I, i've not seen any i've seen the la, the last american virgin um i don't remember much about it because it's been a while but like i just don't think he had any idea how to pace for suspense the scenes go on for way too long the tension rarely builds it's just it just go like there are scenes that just go on and on and on and it's like if he had stopped it like you know 10 minutes before then maybe like there would have been some tension there, but it keeps mm-hmm. going for so long that it just loses any steam. And it's just like, okay, I don't care anymore.
1: Between things going on a little too long, which they went on a long time. Sometimes something else that ruined any sort of a pace or tension is when people are walking and their shoes are so squeaky and squishy and crunchy. Like yep. you can like hear every fiber in their shoe. moving. And also
0: like, did, did you really give a shit about Susan? Cause I didn't
1: no I mean she like, was very bland I, she mean, was, I mean she
0: she was a bitch when she was like a a little girl and she's grown up to be like uh like I mean I see there are scenes where she's trying to act strong but it's just it doesn't work it's just like she's just she's very boring you can tell well, she's I mean, a play she's a playboy model like and that's what she does because you don't yeah, have to have a personality mean, to do that
1: and this movie does get a lot of comparisons to Halloween, too, which is where Jamie Lee Curtis is stuck in the hospital the whole movie. And that's my least favorite Halloween, basically. That's my favorite one. She just sits there and she crawls around and cries the whole damn movie. Like, she really doesn't that's, do anything.
0: That's my favorite one, but it's not because of the final girl. I just think I, I think that one has a lot of suspense and tension in it.
1: Yeah, when is she gonna quit crying and crawling around and act like she's the final girl that we're here to see?
0: Well, she and never, she, she never does that. If any, if if if, uh, if anyone hasn't fucking noticed by now, like except for like I guess the new Halloween, she, I, like, she's
1: and, and her role
0: and her role in Scream Queen and H two O, but like her early stuff, like I could give a shit about her. Yeah, she, she, she's
1: she's usually she was very. She seen weak. Boring.
0: Yeah, she's always weak. She's always in the her early Character movies. and like, yeah, and she doesn't know how. It's like, it's just by circumstance that she's like able by to find that.
1: Yeah, that she ever that she wins. It's always like by luck and chance. It seems that she that she didn't do something stupid that everybody else did. Right. <laughs> to get King.
0: Yeah, and it just like so happens that Doctor Loomis gets to her in time. I mean, like, if if Jay, like Jason, if Michael had gone to her first, she would have been dead. She, she's mm. not like. And then in Terror Train, boring. I mean, like, like she can't fucking figure shit out. Like she's a good
1: actress, but like her characters are always just so one-dimensional. I feel.
0: Prom night, boring. I mean, like, I don't, I don't care. I just whatever. Anyway, you know so, what else?
1: What I what I didn't care about in this that I think would have been creepier had we watched it in 1981 versus 2021. Sorry, but seeing a killer in a surgical mask might have been scary then. But like this is our life now. Everyone's in a surgical exactly, mask. So yeah, it didn't scare me at all. It didn't give me and, any uncomfortable vibes.
0: And he did make some face like I know you can't make faces, but with his eyes that were very similar to last slumber party. And, oh, I thought it was
1: him. And yeah, I mean, it Mary looks baby. like the same guy they're trying to say this is the hospital where like, something happened last year. I don't know what it was. Oh yeah. They say something. that, but they
0: never ever like was here. Was it Harold that, that did it? Like what happened?
1: Well, right when they say it though, they just zoom into this window and there's this doctor in the, a surgical mask that covers four, four fifths of his face. And he's making those killer eyes, those Steven Tyler eyes from last. Yeah, and Liverpool. then you
0: never find out anything else about it.
1: And, uh, and it's, Another creepo in that hospital. Remember, she's on the phone. I don't. I think she's calling her ex-husband or whatever. Her
0: girl. She's calling her little girl.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and there's this guy that walks up behind her and just like stands there and like he's got (laughs) more hair on his face than the Wolfman.
0: It wasn't okay. So it wasn't the homeless guy, and
1: it wasn't the Wolfman either. No, the homeless guy does something else with her again. But this guy, I think he's a doctor. Um, walks up and he literally, his whole face is, is, is a big hairball.
0: <laughs> I, I, guess <laughs> I, look, I, I guess I had not.
1: And um, then they, then, yeah, then they just stare at each other for like five seconds and then she kind of like walks away.
0: I also love that like the only real reason this is a Valentine's Day movie is because like there's just Valentine's decorations places because otherwise it's not really like talked about <laughs> yeah. at all.
1: There's like, cut out construction paper hearts like randomly in a hospital like everywhere. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's not like it's it's the annual Valentine's hospital party like, or anything. It's it's just like <laughs> we just know this is happening. We don't even know if it's Valentine's Day. We just know it's around Valentine's Day because of the decorations that are up.
1: Well, and then you know the final thing when she's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "What I've wanted my whole life." Your heart.
0: Yeah, I mean and it because and that's the other reason because bah. it it go it, you know it connects with that but i mean maybe you know, the
1: arrow maybe the arrow death is supposed to be cupid
0: cupid yeah but um, there's still I'll, no reason for a for a fucking arrow to be in the fucking hospital so or or a cupid uh, no exactly there's no <laughs> reason
1: for cupid to be
0: anywhere he's
1: creepy um and uh, there needs to be more helpful doctors in the building everyone is so rude and so unhelpful and, um, like there's this one part even where, um, what's her, what's his name? Jack, her, her boyfriend comes in and they're like, you know, where's, where's Susan? And then someone goes, she's under observation. And he goes, what does that mean? And then the response is, it means she's under observation. <laughs> like, <I'm> like,
0: <laughs> well, okay. So,
1: thanks. Um, whoever, uh, Famous doctor is thanks. <laughs> but it's the worst so, conversation
0: ever. Most of the most of the conversations were the worst worst conversations ever. Really, yeah, yeah. Honest. Like it's her true. and her ex husband at the beginning. I was just like, she said something. She's like, you can never do anything right. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, what did he do? Like, give us some context if you're going to say that because you just sound like a bitch.
1: I know. I know, but I mean, this was clearly a way for Barbie Benton to get out of the magazine, off the TV shows and onto a movie. I don't know if she, does oh, yeah, she
0: had been in Hee Haw forever before that. And she
1: was yeah. in Fantasy Island. She was on some Love Boat episodes. Um, I mean,
0: she's the one that got. Um, um She she dated Hugh Hefner for years and she's she's credited with convincing him to purchase the Playboy Mansion. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was also a country singer that had some singles come out.
1: She did have some singles. I
0: did not listen to them. So I
1: did. They're okay.
0: I was not. I, I mean, there, I knew I wasn't going to like them even if they were like decent. So I was like, never mind. <laughs> um, so do you have any more thoughts on uh, X ray, aka Hospital Matter, aka uh, Hospital Matter, Hospital Massacre, aka Be My Valentine or Else, aka Ward 13?
1: Uh, I, I. Um, I do want to say that uh, I'd still rather watch this than My Bloody Valentine on if I'm going to choose a Valentine's too. movie. So hopefully yeah, everyone enjoyed sure. listening to us talk about this instead of – I mean, there's there's so much out there on My Bloody Valentine, and there's really not a lot on this. So hopefully this will help it get this some exposure. I'm and it is give on it-
0: Amazon Prime for – if you have Prime, it's – on Amazon as it's it's under x-ray but if you look up hospital masquerade it comes up too so
1: yeah and I'm gonna give this one you know I'm gonna give it two and a half stars I didn't love it I didn't hate it but I didn't really like it (laughs) but it was still fun it was still I'm gonna give
0: it two yeah like between one seven one point seven five and two is probably where I would go with that yeah, uh, there were just too many plot holes, so, and like, what the hell's going on?
1: <laughs> like, I, uh, I really, do. I really should watch this really, really drunk one night. Yeah,
0: and, that that I think that would have been a better idea for me too. But um, so I can I'll go on with a little bit of uh the trivia. There's not a whole whole lot, but um, and I already talked about some of it, but um, there are three different release dates given on different if you depending on where you look nineteen eighty one nineteen eighty two and nineteen eighty three so I was like what what in the when in the hell did this actually come out so I found out that it was first released in Mexico in nineteen eighty one so there's where eighty one comes from It was regionally distributed in dayton Ohio it july sixteenth of nineteen eighty two so that's where eighty two comes from and then it was released in the u k in 83, it was also released uncut in the U.S. in 1983 as Hospital Massacre. So that's where 83 comes from. So there's there's why the different years. Um, I already talked about, Boaz as David said, he, that he was pretty famous. He did a, a lot of Israeli cult films in the 70s. Um, he did produce the remake of The Wicker Man and 2008's Rambo. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Um, Barbie, but we already talked about her with, um, she was, she was on the cover of Playboy four times and she was the co-host of Playboy after dark. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, apparently, uh, it was packed on the day of Barbie's nude scene. And then I just wrote next to it on all caps, puffy. (laughs) So I was like, I, was assuming that that people were like probably into it but like some people were probably like what's up with her tits. Uh, I don't know. Um it, it was filmed at night in an abandoned hospital so I think and I do think it gives there are some good vibes. Uh although I think with the surrealness aspect that I think they might have been going for didn't work in some parts. Um I mean, I think it would have been fil- fun to film it because abandoned hospital—that would be cool. But oh yeah, um, it was apparently rushed into production. Well, no shit. And um, the kids, Harry and Susan, and Bloody Birthday—that they did that role the same year that they did Bloody Birthday. So they did both of those movies the, uh, the same year.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were the—they looked the same age.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's all I have. Oh, and I gave him my rating. So yeah.
1: Um, before we end, can I can I tell you? Can I ask you a Valentine's joke?
0: Can you ask me one? Is it like a knock yeah. knock joke? No. Okay, ask it.
1: Okay, after I say this, you're supposed to say why.
0: Okay, <laughs> wait a. Okay, you're not- <laughs> I-,
1: I want to make a lampshade out of your skin. Why? Because you light up my life. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me. No. All right, everybody. All right. Um, that's that's going to be it on this movie. So stay gagged on masks, stethoscopes, bone saws, and most importantly, stay gagged on the other Valentine's Day slasher, X-Ray, a.k.a. Hospital Massacre, a.k.a. Be My Valentine or Else, a.k.a. Ward 13.
0: Stay gagged on uh, those spoons that the old lady's playing um, and stay gagged on that fucking lighter. Girl, pick it up. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> it's been gagged me with a knife, but we'll see you next time. Stay gagged.
1: Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope it's better than mine's ever been. <laughs> which, which is low bar, so you should be doing okay. See
1: ya. See ya, guys.